everybody. This is Heidi St. John, and you have found the Busy Mom Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Dorenda and I are back today, and we're going to kind of tackle a, a tender topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Christmas. Uh, Christmas is in the air. We're in, Everything is in full swing. I don't know about you, but I'm getting... I'm getting a little tired, you know? <laughs> How does that happen? I don't know. It happens every year. I don't know. You know, I, I always go into it every year with this, like, you know, Energy. Teflon approach. Right. <laughs> I could do this. I got this thing. And about, you know, three three weeks into the chaos, I'm like, all righty, I'm ready to take down the tree and pack everything up and put it all away. One year, I was so stressed out after Christmas that the very next day, I think my husband was like, my wife is losing her mind. <laughs> Or the very next day, and we'd had kind of a traumatic Christmas, right. and things had happened in our family that were that just you know just made it really hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we went up to Jay's parents' house, drove up there to celebrate Christmas. Do you remember this, honey? <laughs> yeah, she's nodding at me. Let's yeah, as I'm trying to forget. Uh, and everybody got the flu. Oh, so the day before, we're, yeah, the day before we're supposed to have, do Christmas, everybody mm. gets the flu, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I I got it first. I went into the you know Jay's parents' uh, guest bathroom. Spent the whole night in there. Oh, By man. the time the night was over, two of my kids on the floor oh. in the bathroom with me. In the morning, we Not thought fun. extended family's coming. We're going to give this to everybody, right? So we packed up our whole family. And we drove four hours south, and we probably had to pull over about every twenty minutes to oh, throw up. Goodness. Everybody was sick. <laughs> we came home. Took, you know, all dejected, our unopened presents out of the car. Right. Everybody went and got in their respective beds. And when um, the holidays were over, as soon as Christmas was over and I was feeling like I wasn't going to die, right? I just put everything away. I was like, you were like, oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Christmas. <laughs> See you next year. And, and honestly, uh, sometimes it's hard. It is. Now, you know, I I can I can promise you. I mean, this we can see the numbers of people that listen to this podcast and mm-hmm. it's well into the, you know, thousands. Right. And uh, I I know that with as many people listening to this as are listening right mm-hmm. now, there are people who are just going, you know what, Christmas, mush, mush. <laughs> you know, I could take it or leave it. Some of you are dealing with a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of you have uh, have lost a relative, a mm-hmm. loved one. Some of you are dealing with grief over a national tragedy. Certainly, we've had some really difficult things happen in our right. nation and around right. the world in recent weeks. Mm-hmm. And that can sort of take... Uh, you know, it can sort of take the shine mm-hmm. off of off of it. Well, it, it almost magnifies your pain mm. going into the holidays, having experienced a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think because Christmas comes with great expectations. And yes. when you're grieving, it's really hard to engage in anything festive. It, yep. it feels like you feel like you've missed out on Christmas. Yep. And, and then that feels like another loss, mm-hmm. you know. So well, then you don't want to really pull other people into it. And no. people don't really know what to do. With you, we're going to link back to several resources today uh, on grief mm-hmm. for those of you who are going through grief. Uh, the book that you are reading, um, is it Through the Eyes, through of, the a eyes lion? of a Lion? Wonderful story mm-hmm. of uh, this gentleman tells he lost his daughter to an asthma attack right. when she was five years old. Three days before Christmas. Holy moly. Mm-hmm. So this is a guy who really knows what he's talking mm-hmm. about. Um, so we uh, we linked back to him a while ago. We'll do it again. Um, one of my favorite books on suffering ever uh, was written by Johnny Erickson Tata, who mm. knows Mm-hmm. of what she speaks. Uh, she wrote she a book does. called When God Weeps, mm-hmm. Why Our Suffering Matters to the Almighty. Mm-hmm. A beautiful story. And then, of course, uh, Jerry uh, Sitzer wrote A Grace Disguised, How the Soul Grows Through Loss, another really, really great uh, great book. And we'll link back to mm-hmm. uh, to these at the podcast mm-hmm. today. But we want to kind of give you a couple of tips for kind of dealing with grief as you're kind of struggling through this. And I know you've written about this mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. I've written about it. I'm kind of in the middle of uh, um, 
of writing a book right now, and I just wrote about it. But when you think, uh, Dorinda, of a family, so let's just say that um, I'm having someone come over to my house who is suffering, who has just suffered a loss. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's recent. Maybe it's recent, like six months ago. Right. What advice could you give me as I'm having that person over to my house or in my life? I would just say, you know, obviously you're going to pray over Mm -hmm. the situation and and, um, just ask God for wisdom. But just be gracious and tender, and um, I think just being willing to listen, mm-hmm. you know, just not not having expectations. Um, I think that's a big thing is someone who's grieving. It's It comes in such waves, mm-hmm. unexpected mm-hmm. waves, and you never know when it's going to happen. And um, well, and you can be you can be pretty sure that the holidays are going to be a trigger. They will, they mm-hmm. will be. Um, but moment by moment, it's hard to tell. You know, sometimes you're, you're fine, and then the next minute you're not. And mm-hmm. I think just being a friend that's willing to walk through that with mm-hmm. another friend mm-hmm. and letting them know, you know, I don't know the answers and mm-hmm. I don't understand this, but I'm here. I do think it's important to um, recognize too that it there are things that we certain things that we can say that are definitely not helpful. <laughs> Yes, there are those. Uh, like, you know, someone said to me one time, "Oh, you'll get over, you'll get over this." And I, I wanted to say, you don't get over the loss right. of somebody; That's you right. get through it. Mm-hmm. And I think it is encouraging mm-hmm. to put your arm around your friend or mm-hmm. your daughter or your son or mm-hmm. whoever it is and say, "You'll get through this," mm-hmm. um, because it's a way of looking at it. It's you're not diminishing their pain, right? right. But you're saying there will be hope on the other right. side of this. You have to stare through it and walk through it. And I'm going to walk with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk with you. Mm-hmm. The Bible says. Uh, rejoice with those who rejoice. It also says, Mourn weep with, with those who yeah, right. weep with those who weep. And mm-hmm. we have a responsibility as Christians to do that. Mm-hmm. We do, and I think that's that picture is just perfect. Just being willing to walk alongside that person, mm-hmm. whatever they're feeling, whatever mm-hmm. they're walking through, and just be there with them, mm-hmm. and don't be afraid. Of, don't be afraid of what they're walking through. Yeah, you know, no, just, don't be afraid to to talk about it. Right. I think that's important. I think sometimes mm-hmm. we don't want to talk about it, and mm-hmm. we we discussed this on a podcast mm-hmm. with Melissa, right, uh, a couple of months back, just about the person who's grieving. Uh, you're not helping them by ignoring the fact that they're grieving. Exactly, it doesn't make them feel better mm-hmm. to pretend mm-hmm. that that didn't happen. That's right. When our daughter and son-in-law lost their first baby at birth um, a little over two years ago. Um, I just remember her saying, people think I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to talk about him. And mm-hmm. and that was far from true. She mm-hmm. wanted to remember him. And um, that that could be something that could be talked about is, you know, they lost a father or whatever. What, what was your dad's favorite? Did he like Christmas? Mm-hmm. What was his favorite thing about Christmas? Have them bring up good memories. And actually, it helps. Mm-hmm. It really does it help does. because you're remembering something and it's not just your memory all of a sudden just isn't isn't attached only to the grief. Right. You're remembering, oh, I have other memories besides this traumatic event. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And and it brings some joy, you know, to Mm -hmm. just think back about that person and and it honors the person who's passed away. And I think that's so important to the people who are left behind Mm -hmm. that they feel that that person is remembered and honored no Mm -hmm. matter how long or short their life was. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I was writing uh, a chapter for uh, the book I'm writing that is all about grieving. Mm-hmm. And I spent I spent several years of my life in a grieving mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how I help my children process their own emotions. And I, as, I, um, as I was writing, I remember the number of times I heard as a child, stop crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop crying. And mm-hmm. how often, I think this is sort of what our culture does. Mm-hmm. We don't, we shy away from grief. We do. We don't we do. look at it. We don't want to talk about it. It's mm-hmm. hard. Uh, it's hard thing. But by the time I was 17, I was so rehearsed in the art of making excuses and stuffing my emotions that I lived with a constant stomachache. And in 1990, 
I was diagnosed with my first stomach ulcer. Really? And what I learned, from looking back at that, I learned the hard way. When you swallow negative emotions, your mm -hmm. body gets sick. That's right. You weren't meant to do that. We are emotional beings, and it's all right. And a feeling is neither right nor wrong. That's right. And uh, just like we need to learn to process our emotions, we've got to teach our children to learn how to handle their emotions because mm -hmm. they're going to hand they're going to have uh, difficult things right. happen to them uh, in their lives. We all experience grief. Mm -hmm. It's part of it's part of living. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that really stood out to me when we lost Isaac was that you know loss is part of life, mm -hmm. grieving is part mm -hmm. of living, yep. and um, that was uh, kind of just really magnified, especially at the holidays. But I think um, I love that David in the Psalms was not afraid of. Uh, what they would call back then lament. Mm -hmm. He would express his, mm -hmm. you know, groanings and mm -hmm. his his um, sadness and his grief and his loss. And, mm -hmm. and, and God wants us to do that. That's yeah. part of the process. And the Israelites, that was very much a part of their culture. Mm -hmm. But I think our culture has has um, kind of stepped away from. Well, you know, uh, we've, we 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 don't have a Christian and, view of it mm -hmm. anymore. I mean, we've not only have we stepped away from the healthy process of grieving, mm -hmm. we don't honor or protect human life anymore. Right. And so, in in many ways, we become a culture of death and sort of uh, um, gotten hardened mm -hmm. to the process. Mm -hmm. So we just ignore. We move on. Oh, you know, people live, people die. But you're absolutely right, David was a great example That's of right. what happens uh, to a human being through the grieving process. Mm -hmm. And in fact, in uh, Psalm 32, David wrote, when I kept things to myself, I felt weak and mm. deep inside me. Wow. I moaned all day long. Now, in this passage, David's referring to an unconfessed sin that's troubling him. Right. But the point remains the same, whether it's a confession that we need to make or a struggle that we need to share, keeping things inside us and bottling them up is not the answer. That's right. And so um, I think that there's a that there's an inherent truth to um, to David's confession of just saying when he kept things to himself, it messed him up on the inside. Mm -hmm. And and the truth is we are made for a relationship. And sometimes that means we walk through hard places. That's right. Um, at the end of the day, emotionally strong uh, moms raise emotionally strong kids. That's right. And we all have moments of weakness mm -hmm. and moments when we just feel like we can't go on, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. anymore. But I think, boy, what an, what a, um, when we treat a person who is uh, in a grieving process tenderly, that person is allowed to grieve, and That's then right. they are also allowed to grow. Then they don't get stuck there, right? And you we don't want them to get stuck. You want, we want to walk through our grief. That's right, and we don't want them to be afraid of those places mm -hmm. because God, there is no place. That's another thing that mm -hmm. God really brought to the forefront when we lost Isaac was there was no place that I could go that God couldn't meet me there. Yeah, that's right. And so I could allow myself to go to those deep places of grief because I knew God would be there with yeah. me. And that's out of the twenty fifth Psalm. Mm -hmm. You know, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not be afraid because you're with me. Your rod right. and your staff. They comfort me, mm -hmm. and it's an it's a fascinating uh, view how God sees uh, His child that's suffering. Mm -hmm. That he, it doesn't it doesn't go unnoticed by the Lord. That's that right. He sees it. The Bible says He weeps. Mm -hmm. You know that God weeps. And how much how much more uh, can we come alongside a brother or sister right. in Christ and weep with them even right. through the holidays? Mm -hmm. Right, especially through the holidays, mm -hmm. you know, God is tender-hearted towards us, like you were describing, mm -hmm. and we can be His hands and His feet and His mouth and His mm -hmm. ears mm -hmm. to those people who are hurting. I think it's important to, you know, uh, we lost Jay's dad a year ago, mm -hmm. and so last Christmas was our first Christmas without him, and we sort of walked, you know, uh, kind of um, tenderly through right. last Christmas. Right. But I will say this: uh, there were times when we had just absolutely and 
almost uncontainable joy um, at knowing where dad was, right. that he was in heaven, followed mm-hmm. by sort of this uncontainable grief at feeling right. like, whoa, we weren't meant for this. You know, right. we weren't meant to die. We weren't. We we were created with eternity in mind. God has set eternity in our hearts. Mm-hmm. We are eternal beings, and someday mm-hmm. we're going to go to be with the Lord. That's right. And I think just walking through our with our family that, that this last year kind of taught me a little bit more about the grieving process, and that was just that... Um, you do get through it. That's right. And you can look forward to hope. That's right. And and God uh, restores joy. It says in Isaiah 51, 11, the mm. ransomed of the Lord will return. They will enter Zion singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them mm. and sorrow and sighing will flee away. Mm. I love that. And just promises from the word of mm-hmm. God. So whether you are a mom who is going through a time of grief or you're walking through uh, with a friend or a relative who is grieving, um, we need to remember to allow the healer to use every experience in this life for his glory. And in so doing, we grow into the destiny that God has for us. And so we walk we walk through grief with each other and remember that God has victory. I I love the word of God. So many precious promises where he says, I am I'm never going to leave you. I mm-hmm. have victory. There's hope on the other side of this. Our brokenness does not surprise the Lord. And he doesn't leave us or forsake us. And it's encouraging to know. So take heart uh, as you're walking through a season of grief that God's going to meet you there. That's right. Lamentations 3 says, yet this I call to mind and therefore I have hope mm-hmm. because of the Lord's great love. We are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore mm. I will wait for him. Mm. Boy, that waiting. Mm-hmm. Waiting is, is uh, that's a tough one. All right, you guys, we're going to let you go uh, with, with that in mind. And just to encourage you and, and remind you that God is going to use your grief for his glory if you'll let him. And when he does, it'll be your turn to go out there and be there for another mom. Mm. I think we all, we're either in a season where we need to be helped right. or we're in a season where we can help other people. Right. And so as you consider where you are right now in your life, maybe God is asking you to come alongside someone and maybe it's uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. But God is saying, this is a situation where you can be my hands and feet. Mm-hmm. And if you're the person who needs that support and encouragement tonight, uh, know that you are prayed for, you are loved. God sees you. Nothing that you're right. going through is hidden from him. And one day, he's going to make all things new. We'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.